Good afternoon, good day, good night, wherever you are. This is Unleashed Unapologetically, and with me this evening, I have the beautiful Gail Edwards. We are going to have great conversation from how we met and how we developed this friendship, and I'm hoping it's going to be forever. <laughs> so Gail Edwards is a personal brand and communication strategist. She is a trainer and educator, an inspirational speaker, and other and of course, a trailblazer. As an award-winning global purpose, impact and profit strategist, she is also teaching and empowering intuitive entrepreneurs and purpose-driven organizations to magnify their messaging, amplify their personal brands, multiply their purpose, build their brands and businesses with ease and grace. Her big vision is to empower 10 million entrepreneurs and leaders who feel like square pegs to stand up in their own hallelujah so they can contribute to the human-to-human -human economy through their work and purpose. So welcome aboard. Hello, Gail. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I feel Absolutely. so, so honoured. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And it is a blessing having you because you are here to help us empower all the ladies who are listening. It's not just a podcast for ladies, but it is the month where we are really pushing ladies to stand up and get going and Absolutely. not be stuck, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yes. They need to stand up in our own hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love that. We're going to talk about that because that phrase itself, it's really, it's taken me to go and want to know more about that. So how did you start to be where you are and continuing to pursuing to do much more into the now wanting to do 10 million people and getting them up <laughs> aboard to work on the journey that you have envisioned. Well, I have always, and I don't know why, because nobody else in my family is entrepreneurial, mm. but I have always felt that drive to do something different from a very, very young age. I can't even say where it started or when, because it just seems to be something that's innate within me. Mm -hmm. But um, I knew, like I said, at a very young age that I, as I looked around my family and my family are really hardworking, they're great people, you know, they've all got steady jobs. Um, the elders all worked at their jobs for 30, 40 years and then collected their pension. And, and I was in awe of that, you know, that tenacity mm. to, to, to stick with something and to be committed to, you know, being there for that length of time. But even though I was in awe, I also knew that it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. you know, I knew that that was not going to be me because I wanted to do something different. And I wanted okay. to be in control of whatever that difference would be. And at that stage, I didn't know. So um, what I did after leaving education was I went to work in the media. And, you know, my family were really pleased because I worked for the BBC, which is like the national media organization here in the UK and the status of that at the time was like, oh, you know, my daughter works for the BBC. But, you know, <laughs> for me, it was like, yeah, this is great, but what's next? <laughs> and that kind of set the tone for my entire corporate career. It was always, this is great, but what's next? So every time I would go somewhere, do really well, I'll get promoted, I would then leave 
because I was amassing skills and experience. And mm. the real turning point for me came though, Nadej, when I was actually in the States. Um, mm. I, went through, I went through a bit of a personal um, crisis, but in, as a result of that, I ended up going to this conference in, um, in New York, in Westchester, in New York. And it was run by Essence Magazine and it was African-American women on tour. And this was 21 years ago. Mm -hmm. And we never had anything like that here in the UK. You know, black women en masse, no way. That was just unheard of. But mm -hmm. not only en masse, but really doing stuff, you know, successful and educated in, in the sense that they're sharing that education, that wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I was just in awe of the whole event, but I went into a workshop and when I went into the workshop, this woman, this beautiful, vibrant woman came striding across the stage. Her name was Jill Diamond Taylor. And she said, oh, welcome. I'm so happy to be with you today. My only regret in life is I'm going to be 50 next birthday. And I've only been living a life of purpose for 12 years. And when she said that, I haven't got a clue what she said the rest of the workshop, because that's all I heard. I just heard that bit, you know, because that <laughs> bit I was obviously, you know, really meant to hear. Because as soon as she said that, I did a quick and dirty calculation. And I thought, right, well, she started when she was 38. I'm only mm -hmm. 34. I've got time. And mm -hmm. I came back, I flew back to the UK. I handed in my notice. And um, at the time, I had quite a good job as a director. So I was on three months notice. So I thought, oh, I've got three months to sort out what I'm going to do. And my my husband was kind of a bit worried because he was like, well, you can't just leave. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, it'll be fine. But at that point, I knew, I knew 100% I was never going to work for anybody else again. Mm. I just, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I wasn't going to work for anyone else again. And touch mm. with I have never worked for anybody else since. Oh, wow. You know? And it, uh, so that was my turning point. And what I did then was I did what I had been used to doing. I was working in the media, I was working in communications, in PR, um, and also marketing as well, because it was all one department in those days. Mm -hmm. So I became a freelance, I became a freelance consultant. That's what I did initially until I discovered this amazing thing where you get paid for talking and helping people called coaching. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> no. mm -hmm. and then, I love what you shared. Oh my, yeah. I, I love what you share. And as I'm listening to you, what I'm hearing is you were always a risk taker. Oh, absolutely. And that's what living is about, is about being able to stand up and take risk. Because, you know, there's one thing um, we have in life is that we have choices. And part of the choices, if we are stagnant, we would never know how far we can go. And okay. you, you're telling yourself, uh-uh, that's not enough. I'm going to keep going until I get what really brings me that Ha moment, you know, it's like that passion where you get to help other people achieve the goals that you have so desired somebody had given you at the time when you started. Oh, wow, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Oh, well, you know, it, has been, it has been a journey, but I've got to be honest, even through, you know, the mountains and the valleys, mm -hmm. I've loved every minute. 
<laughs> you know, every moment has led me to the next one. <laughs> every moment. And you know, when you said that, part of our growth is through the experiences of the ups and downs that we go to every day, mm. right? And here, having you, you are in inspiring, you know, women who too thinking that, where am I gonna go? What can I do? And hearing you, I'm hoping ladies who are listening that you are now giving yourself that chance to get up and just try something new because you never know where it's going to land you. And I just love, you know, that experience. And, you know, I guess you needed to hear, you know, that woman on stage telling you that mm -hmm. all my life I have worked but it took me this amount of time in my life to really understand what living and going through the journey is all about. And isn't that what happens to us all <laughs> that it's, we come to that point where we get to the breaking down the breaking point that tells us, okay, now, now you get it. Now is the journey that you needed to be on. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And you know, it, it really has been about taking a risk, but like you say, it's about the enjoyment, enjoying the risk. Mm -hmm. The enjoyment doesn't come after you've taken the risk and then think, oh, okay, was it worth it? If the, the enjoyment is within the risk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. So having to work with entrepreneurs and corporate um, or companies that where you teach and train and you get people to be on their feet to keep going. How has this experience been so far for you? And how do you see companies when it comes to building their team, just so the team can understand what branding is about, what communication is about, what strategies are about, just so you know people can work together. How has this experience been for you? Well, for me, it has been an extremely joyful experience because that's the magic. Getting people to work together is the magic, but getting them to understand how they work is even more magical. So I always come from a position of personal branding, which is about using people's innate energy, their authenticity, the real essence of who they are and getting them to recognize that and knowing that that's okay. Mm -hmm. If you're a starter, you're a big, if you're a big, big picture person, you're a visionary and you like ideas, you like innovation, you like to start things, there is nothing wrong with that because there is a place for you within the team. And if you're somebody who is not really an innovator, but you're an implementer, you get things done, you're the person that comes along and dots the I's and crosses the T's, that's great because both both of those people have a place within the team. And if you're the person that's always talking to everybody within the office and making sure that everyone's okay, that's brilliant because that's about building community and every team needs someone that can hold the team together. And you may be the person that's really analytical that looks at all the processes and the plans and you know, and that's vital too. So it's about letting everybody know that they each have a part to play and their part is just as important as everybody else's. Because in teams that aren't performing, what happens is when you get those people, you know, the starters 
are often accused of being fickle because they don't finish anything. Mm -hmm. And the finishers are often accused of having a lack of imagination because that's not their zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And the, the ones who are all about the, the people and the community builders, they're often accused of being too social, not taking work seriously enough. And then you've got the, the, the planners, the ones who like the detail, who are, who are often accused of being a stickler for detail. They're no fun. But you can see that's the that's the general narrative. But when you turn it around to what I said previously, you can see that absolutely everybody has a part to play and their part is important. And it's just about letting them know that together they can form this really cohesive, high productive um, team. And that and that's why I love doing it, because that there is that moment when they're like, oh, my gosh, it's OK to be me. Oh, yeah. I agreed. And I'm from what you're saying, the standpoint is even when those who are the leaders, they still have, they have to be in a place of, you know, being the visionary because you have to play the role of each of those that you have mentioned, you know, from the planner, the organizer, the, the, you know, that everybody that is part of the team. And when you are the leader, the best part of it is being able to understand that place as well. So you can better communicate with Absolutely. your team. Absolutely. The leader needs to know exactly who they are, but also who they have in their team. Who are they? You know, where do they sit? Where do they fit? And then it's about once you know that, what is the best way of working with them? So, you and you know, you're going to have, when you have a team meeting, for example, the, the, the ones who are social, the, you know, in my world, I call them the ones who have a lot of blaze energy, the community builders. Nice. Those people are going to love it because it's a team meeting. It's everybody getting together. They're great. Whereas the, the ones with a lot of steel energy, the, the ones who are stickler for details, they're going to be looking at their clock. They're, you know, they watch, they've got things to do. You know, I haven't got time. So how do you... How do you bring these two complete opposites together, but make it a really enriching experience for both of them? And that's what I teach them. And I show them how to do that. Mm, mm, mm. So ladies and gents, listening entrepreneurs, because this is the time when we are evolving, right? Um, many of us have pivoted and last year has given us a reason <laughs> to pivot many of us. Um, I mean, it was not expected, but it did happen that many had to pivot um, because the change needed to happen. And as we see, there's more growth happening and the year 2021 has brought us um, that awakening. What would you say about that? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, this has been such a fabulous time for, for not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I truly understand and don't want to undermine the you know the huge devastating effects that the pandemic has had on many people you know mm -hmm, my own family has not gone untouched by this unfortunately mm -hmm. but in terms of commercial commercialism in terms of business it has been an amazing opportunity for people to pivot mm -hmm. for people to realize what their real dreams and visions are and to pursue them mm -hmm. because one of the greatest lessons we've learned during this time is just how precious life is. Yes. It, it, it really is. And also how quickly things change. You know, a year ago, 
a year ago we were kind of gearing up to global lockdowns and it was a from march 2020 literally who would have thought up until that point who would have thought that there would come a time in history when the whole world, world. the whole yes. world came to a standstill and i can yes. remember sitting at my kitchen um at my kitchen island in it was about april so it was just just come um we were very much into spring just about heading into summer it was beautiful and i had the doors to the garden open and i was sitting there at the at my kitchen island working and it was an absolutely beautiful day and the birds were singing i could hear nothing else but the birds and they were singing they were chirping away and i was trying to write something and i actually said this i hold my hand up i did i just went oh my gosh would these birds just stop singing and i caught myself and i thought hold on a minute you are missing the appreciation here, lady. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you can hear the birds sing. When was the last time I heard birds singing? Mm -hmm. Normally there's cars going up and down the road and I live quite near to a private airfield. So there's always planes going over, you know, then you've got all the chatter of the nearby schools in the playground. So mm. I don't even notice the birds. <laughs> wow. And I had to really do, I had to really check myself and that's exactly what the pandemic has has done for me. And that's what I say to all of the clients that I work with and anyone I come into contact with, this is a time to check yourself. Yes, yes. You know, yes. It, it, it's an amazing opportunity, you know, depending on whether, you know, you believe in spirituality or not, but this is the age of Aquarius. This is the time mm -hmm. now where there is a real rising up of the humanitarian and the philanthropic and this is why i speak a lot about building businesses that create humane profits that really help to increase the societal experience for not just myself as a business owner and, and the owner of the profits but for others as well people who need it around the world that's the human to human economy yes yes mm. i really love that and you know that awakening is it's what making us understand how much of a re resilient person we are or people mm -hmm. we are, you know, and I'm inviting ladies and gents listening that you go back and you take notes of everything Gail has shared thus far with us, because what you need to understand is that in that place we came from especially from last year to where we are now there has been a standstill but within the standstill many of us have we were put at a place where we understood better how to love ourselves but how to love others around us because many have lost a lot of people and we understand that and what we want for you now that we are in this year the 2021 that awakening year we want you to tell yourself, you got it. You are great. You are doing excellent. You are back to your normal. It's not the norms yet, but for you being able to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, that's big, you know? And if we can think that way, and if we can see ourselves there as well, everything else is achievable and possible. So lady, I know that you also 
you are a sushi lover. <laughs> I, I, so, I'm a sushi purist. <laughs> I too love sushi. What month were you born, by the way? I'm November. Uh, you're November. I am Aquarius, so um, February. I just had a celebration. And I could say that, you know, it has been wonderful that you and I, we connected. And for those of you who want to know, how did we connect? Let me tell you, Gail and I, we connected on Clubhouse (laughs) and I'm loving it. (laughs) And from you, from being in the room that you have hosted and um, moderated so far, I have learned a lot from you. And one of the things that really drove me to connect with you is the energy that you brought with you. Gil, share a bit of that energy here. <laughs> well, you know, the energy comes and I get, I, funny enough, I actually get asked this question quite often. The energy comes from that authenticity and it mm-hmm. is genuinely about being in alignment with your message. Yes. You know, I. I literally walk my own talk. You know, I'm very much aligned to what I do. My message is very much aligned with who I am. And Mm -hmm. that allows me to speak with the credibility and the authority and of course the expertise from having many, many years experience doing what I do. And Mm. it's not that you can't teach that because you can't teach the energy, but you can teach the message. And that's why And that's why I call my program Standing Up In Your Own Hallelujah. Because when people get that message, that's the moment when they're like, yes, hallelujah. Because, and and that came from, I was brought up, um, I went to church a lot as a young child, okay? Mm -hmm. And I hated it. I absolutely, it was just too long and too intense for me as a young child. However, there was one part of the service that always both frightened me and excited me at the same time. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I went to a Pentecostal church and there was always a time when somebody would catch the spirit as they (laughs) could. I know that way too well. (laughs) Right, exactly. And they'd start, you know, jumping and Mm -hmm, wailing mm -hmm. and speaking in tongues and, you know, be like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But (laughs) But then there would come a point when it would go really quiet, when it's almost like they just settled back into themselves. Yeah. And all you could hear then were the whispers of the congregation, hallelujah. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. But the look on that person's face, their entire features changed. There was so much joy and peace on their face mm-hmm. as they were, hallelujah. Amen, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And that always stayed with me. It always stayed with me. And a few years ago, when I was naming my programs, and you know, I'm, there's a reason why I deal with, you know, trailblazers and square pegs, as I call them, because we like to do things differently. Mm-hmm, so when mm-hmm. I was naming my program and I was speaking to, you know, fellow marketeers and whatnot, they were telling me some really standard stuff, and I was like, no. So I thought, Gil. Follow your guts. Follow, what does your gut tell you to do? And I thought, this just reminds me of the hallelujah moment. I want people to create their own hallelujah. And I said, that is it. They've got to stand up in their own hallelujah. So when they stand up and they're bringing themselves to a stage 
or they're bringing themselves even to the written word mm-hmm. they're doing it from that moment of hallelujah that moment of absolute peace joy and alignment they have settled they mm-hmm. are home. Mm. and that authenticity it is well deserved when we show it the true self and the, one of the things i do talk about and i teach a lot is that you know we have to own into our vulnerability and being vulnerable is what exposed us to grow ourselves and grow the confidence that we never thought we had you know so when we are vulnerable and we show up the way we are there's no longer a need to portray a facade that is not that you know that is not the right person you just be you and behind me i have that um gold um plaque that says be you not them and i always go back to that and i keep those words around the house just so i could go back and remind myself of these you know what i need to do for myself where i need to be just so i continue to build myself and inspire others to build themselves as well so as i'm hearing you talking and you are helping others to stand up in their own hallelujah and you brought back that memory to me too because <laughs> it is such you know a frightened moment yet you know an exciting moment when you hear that person shouting hallelujah at the end and you brought back memories to me because i remember i grew up in haiti right and in my church it was a pentecostal church as well and we always had that lady we never knew where she sat exactly in the church <laughs> But my brother and I, my well, my youngest brother was not really around at that time because he was um, not even yet born. But my oldest brother and myself, we always wondered where that lady sat in the church. <laughs> <laughs> because in that calming place, you only hear her voice mm-hmm. saying hallelujah. And you just brought that back to me as a memory. And it's actually giving me the chill talking about it. It's just make me realize that, yes, that's confidence. That's where we are. And for us who are building ourselves, whether in our entrepreneurial lives or in our personal lives, we need to shout our own hallelujah because mm-hmm. we know where we have, where we came from in our journeys and where we want to go. Absolutely. It's so, it's so important. It's so important. And, you know, and, and one of the simplest ways to explain it is like this. If I'm a coach, if I'm a business coach and I'm saying, I'm going to help you clear your limiting beliefs and I'm going to help you get to the next stage. And I'm going to really make sure that you ramp up those profits and you're a business coach and you're saying and you know i'm i'm a business coach and i'm going to help you clear your limiting beliefs and i'm going to really help you ramp up those profits then the question has to be how do you make your choice because it mm-hmm. can't be on price mm-hmm. you never choose on price mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to choose on value mm-hmm. okay and you've also got to choose on on resonance who resonates with you And this is why our voices are so important because, you know, Sue is no better a business coach than Joe 
-hmm. you know they're the same so how do you choose mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and our authentic voice which informs our messaging is what makes it easier for people to make a choice but not only that it makes it easier for you to make a choice because I actually teach coaches how to audition their clients. Mm -hmm. Don't have to take everybody because you are not for everybody. I love everybody that. is for you. So it's all about how do you authentic or how do you audition your clients with absolute authenticity? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. And you know, thank you for saying that because there are many who are probably asking themselves, well, how do I know the right person to work with or the fit for me, for my company, for my business, not realizing that, you know, hey, there's a, we make the choice to be where we are because we know that we bringing the values to the right people and the right people, like you said, we have to be able to identify them, being able to put the radar right up just so we can, you know, call into that person who's really the fit for us. So hearing you sharing that, I'm hoping someone is taking note of that and going to start working on that process. So Gil, I know we are in different time zone. <laughs> How is it by you? Has the weather, has the, the, the how is it going well, by you? Well, it's dark at the moment because it's nighttime. Okay. So yeah, we're just coming up to, it's half past nine here in the okay. UK, but we have had some really beautiful weather um, over the past few days. It, it's turned a bit colder today again, but mm -hmm. Previous few days, it really was like spring. And you notice the difference in people, even though we're all walking around with masks and you know, we're not even getting out that much anyway, but you still notice the difference. I tend to go for a walk quite early in the morning. Um, and I do that because number one, I just love being up when nobody else is. I really do. There's something quite thrilling about being outside knowing that everybody else is still in bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also so because i get up so early to go out for a walk there are a few familiar faces that i see mm -hmm. and now that the, the weather was changing you know people are starting to not just say hello but oh and how are you and you know what have you got planned for your day whereas with, when it gets a bit colder literally everyone's in a hurry head down you know so yeah it's nice here at the moment um mm -hmm. Yeah, let's see. I just hope it doesn't go. I just hope we, we're done with the snow because I, I hate the snow. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can relate. <laughs> um, Kiel, we are in the month of March and I know that we are inspired to do many things, us, us women, and we are positioning ourselves in many ways on different platforms just so we can inspire one ear that can inspire another ear and it goes along that way and um i know that there are many things that you have worked on thus so far and you continue to work on what are you currently working on do you have a summit or a conference anything that you're working on that you would like the audience to know about so they can be prepared and you know, to sign up or join you and come yeah. and listen to you. 
gosh, there's 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 quite a bit actually because as you say, you know, March it's International Women's Month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very very closely aligned to the UN Glo- Global Goals. I'm a big advocate for the UN Global Goals, and Goal Number Five is all around gender equality and women um, and the empowerment of women and girls. So this month is mega busy for me. But at the end of this month, March the 30th, what I'm doing, I'm actually doing some research um, for primarily um, impact entrepreneurs who also want to align themselves to the UN Global Goals. So because of that, I'm doing a beta test of my masterclass. It's a five hour masterclass. And it is in GMT time. So I do understand that in some time zones, it'll be like, what? That's so early. But it starts at 10 in the morning and finishes at three in the afternoon GMT time. Um, But during that masterclass, what we're going to be doing is actually working on this messaging using the standing up in your own hallelujah process that we've spoken about. Mm -hmm. But we're also going to be working on the impact. How are you creating impact within your business how are you measuring that impact and this is what i'm trialing so because i'm trialing it i'm doing it at a ridiculous price it's on my link tree on my instagram bio it's called standing up in your own hallelujah masterclass Mm -hmm. and i would love anybody that wants to come on that please do there will be a recording so even if the time zone doesn't quite work for you you can't attend live then that's fine as well but the value from that is absolutely exceptional because when I do launch it after the research is all done, when I do launch it um, as a fully grown product, it's mm-hmm. going to be possibly three times the price that it is now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, wow. And the other thing as well, for anyone that can't make the summit is also on my Instagram bio, is um, I've just written the foreword to a new book actually called Our Time to Rise. And Our Time to Rise was a book that was written by um, a guy called Paul Dunn, who is um, one of the founders of an organization called B1G1, Buy One, Give One. Mm -hmm. That's who I do all my giving impacts through. So every time someone follows me or someone becomes a client of mine, I donate to various um, causes through B1G1. Mm-hmm. And so Paul and his business partner, Steve Piper, have written this book called Our Time to Rise, which is all about reconnecting. It's mm-hmm. about impact. It's about being able to tell your story. And it's then about being able to elevate other people as well. Mm-hmm. And I had the honor of being able to write the foreword for that book um, because obviously it ties in very well with my um principles and values around the human to human economy and I'm actually giving away free copies of that book so you can download a free digital copy of that book again from my Instagram bio right so I'm hoping everybody is taking notes of that and hopping on your bio and Instagram so they can get a copy of that and also find out more about the masterclass well it's not a masterclass it's a program right that you're having well, it's a, it, it, this one is going to be a five-hour masterclass. Okay. I'm going to um, turn it into a program afterwards, yeah. Okay, so the masterclass. So anybody interested, please make sure that you reach out to Gail. Either you message her or you go to her bio in the link and you find out more. I'm pretty sure, I'm very positive that she will reply and respond to you. So do not hesitate to know more. So Gail, you host Beautiful Rooms in clubhouse and 
how did you get started on Clubhouse? <laughs> you know, the funniest thing, Clubhouse, I've got to say, it was purely because of FOMO. It was that FOMO thing, how I ended up on Clubhouse. And it was quite simple. A friend of mine, one of my very good friends, Inga, she put on her Facebook um, page one day that she um, that she's reserved her username for Clubhouse. Does anyone have an invite? And I didn't really take much, pay much attention until my other friend, who happens to also be my co-host of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club, right? Until my other friend responded and said, oh, I've reserved my username too. And yeah. suddenly I thought, hold on a minute. What are you two up to that I don't know about? <laughs> but the irony, the irony of that was I was like, well, I don't know, what is this clubhouse? So they said, oh, just reserve your username. So I did exactly the same thing. I reserved my username and then I put something up on my Facebook saying, oh, you know, reserved my username if anybody knows or if anyone's got any invites. And literally someone contacted me, one of my um, colleagues contacted me and she said, in, in the States as well, she's in the States, I couldn't believe it. And she said to me, yeah, are you still looking for an invite for Clubhouse? Mm. I was like, so out of the three of us, I was the one that got in first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is what? such a wonderful place to be. I love it's, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's that place we connect, the place where we relate, the place where we support. And it to me, I kind of feel like it takes away the whole vibe that other social media has brought into the lives of many because um, I have been in some rooms where the supports, the support that we I was expecting, they were no longer there because people mm -hmm. would just say things that are negative. But here, you actually allow people to have a voice, and that's absolutely. beautiful about it. Absolutely, and the great thing about Clubhouse is, you know. I'm a little bit of a geek, to be fair. I'm a closet geek. So when I got in there, the first thing I did was I had a really good look around, mm -hmm. you know, think, well, how does this work? What do you do? Okay, right, I've got it. So straight away, I was able to test it out literally within a day or two. Or two you know, I was not shy about getting on a stage. It was like, okay, mm -hmm. great, let's go. Fair enough. Um, and then because of my thing is helping and supporting people, it was okay, well, I'm really enjoying this. How can I help other people to enjoy it? Because I'm very much aware that I'm an early adopter. You know, and I'm a quick thinker. And I'm very aware that not everybody is like that, as I explained before you know, when we were talking about the teens. So I thought, right, so for those people, this is how I can help and support them. And that's why I run that room on a Saturday morning that's all about help. I'm in Clubhouse now, what? That's why I run my brand new room on a Thursday that says, look, if you feel like a square peg, come and let's have a chat. And that's why we do the networking hour on Wednesdays because it's all about helping and supporting people to have the great experience that we're having. And it really, the secret of Clubhouse is really exactly what we've been speaking about today. It's about having clear, authentic and compelling messaging because when you've got that, your currency on Clubhouse's impact. And when you've got that clear message, that's when you can make an impact. And that's when people remember you. That's when they connect with you. And Clubhouse is about accelerating and, mm -hmm. and deepening that 
connection as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say to anyone, if you're not already on there and you can be because you've got an iPhone and you're not on there, then please get on there. Absolutely use it. If you're using a marketing strategy, if you're on Clubhouse and you're using your marketing strategy that you use for Facebook or Instagram, change it. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's a different beast we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very different. Lovely, lovely. Oh, I love it. Well, we are coming to the end of our talk. Where, if somebody wants to connect with you, where can they find you? <laughs> On Clubhouse. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> destination number one. <laughs> exactly. But failing that, you know, um, because, and it is because of Clubhouse. I tend to ha- hang out on Instagram much more now sure. because, mm-hmm. you know, the connection. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram um, handle is Gail Edwards, all one word, dot brand you. And from there in my bio, I've got my link tree link. And that's where you can literally download anything. You can connect with me. You can apply to be on the sushi club, mm-hmm. um, you know. There, there is a lot of information on those links. Wonderful. Now, what are two tips you want to leave our audience so they can start getting on their feet and actually stand up to be on their own hallelujah to start? Wow. Just two. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going, I, I am going to give you two tips and both of them are going to be around the hallelujah process. So when I talk to people about standing up in their own hallelujah, I take them through a five point process. It's a bit like a star. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the first, the first step is around their identity. Who are you really? What is it you really want to do? Who do you want to do it for? What is the stuff that makes your heart sing? And it doesn't have to be related to your business either. Mm-hmm. It's just about recognizing all of that. And when you come from a place of authenticity, you can build in every single one of those um, attributes into your brand. So that would be tip number one. Tip number two, which also ties into um, point number two in the process is impact, which we've already Mm -hmm. spoken about. How do you want to serve your audience? What is the impact you want to have? But the other question, a lot of people talk about legacy. Oh, I want to create a legacy business. I'm going to leave a legacy. I'm going to ask you to turn that around slightly and ask the question, what is the legacy of your impact? So Mm. if you're having this amazing impact, what is the legacy of that? What doesn't happen if you don't show up as who you truly are? Thank you. <laughs> that was an ovation. You know, I'm patting on my shoulders for you. Thank you so much, Gil. I really enjoyed this evening um, conversation that we had. And I'm actually looking forward to having conversation with you tomorrow in the club. <laughs> but for those of you who are not yet in the club and you do have an Apple device, whether a tablet or a phone, I would definitely, and Gail is also supporting on that, that you try to get your invite to Clubhouse just so you could be part of those who are building to to, to inspire and aspire others around them. And this is the season, this is the time. So don't stay stagnant, get up 
and you know be on your stand in your own hallelujah actually stand up and start going and being in your own hallelujah because you won't regret it so again Gail, I want to really say thank you for giving us this opportunity for us to hear your wonderful and beautiful voice and learn from you and know that it anything is possible as long as we make the choice and we get up. So on that, I want to say kudos to you and I'm wishing you the best on everything that you are planning to do, that you continue to prosper and continue to shower your energies on people. <laughs> I love you, girl. So I will speak to you very soon. So on this, that was Unleashed Unapologetically with Gail Edwards. Good night, good afternoon, good day, wherever you are. Thank you, everyone. Ladies and gents, listening, entrepreneurs, because this is the time when we are evolving, right? Uh, many of us have pivoted and last year has given us a reason <laughs> to pivot, many of us. Um, I mean, it was not expected, but it did happen that many had to pivot um, because the change needed to happen. And as we see, there's more growth happening and the year 2021 has brought us um, that awakening. What would you say about that? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, this has been such a fabulous time for, for not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I truly understand and don't want to undermine the, you know, the huge devastating effects that the pandemic has had on many people. You know, mm -hmm. my, my own family has not gone untouched by this unfortunately mm. but in terms of commercial commercialism in terms of business it has been an amazing opportunity for people to pivot mm. for people to realize what their real dreams and visions are and to pursue them because one of the greatest lessons we've learned during this time is just how precious life is yes. it, it it really is and also how quickly things change. You know, a year ago, a year ago, we were kind of gearing up to global lockdowns and it was a from March, 2020, literally. Who would have thought up until that point, who would have thought that there would come a time in history when the whole world, the whole world came to a standstill. And I can remember sitting at my kitchen um, at my kitchen island in it was about April so it was just just come um we were very much into spring just about heading into summer it was beautiful and I had the doors to the garden open and I was sitting there at, the, at my kitchen island working and it was an absolutely beautiful day and the birds were singing it was, mm -hmm. I could hear nothing else but the birds and they were singing they were chirping away and I was trying to write something and I actually said this I hold my hand up I did I just went, oh my gosh, would these birds just stop mm. singing? And I caught myself and I thought, hold on a minute. You are missing the appreciation here, lady. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you can hear the birds sing. When was the last time I heard birds singing? Mm -hmm. Normally there's cars going up and down the road and I live quite near to a private airfield. So there's always planes going over. You know, then you've got all the chatter of the nearby schools in the playground. So mm. I don't even notice the birds. 
(laughs) and I had to really do I had to really check myself and Mm -hmm. that's exactly what the pandemic has has done for me and that's what I say to all of the clients that I work with and anyone I come into contact with this is a time to check yourself yes yes you know yes it's an amazing opportunity you know depending on whether you know you believe in spirituality or not but this is the age of Aquarius this is the time Mm -hmm. now where there is a real rising up of the humanitarian and the philanthropic and this is why I speak a lot about building businesses that create humane profits that really help to increase the societal experience for not just myself as a business owner and Mm -hmm. and the owner of the profits but for others as well people who need it around the world that's the human to human economy yes yes Mm. i really love that and you know that awakening is it's what making us understand how much of a resilient person we are or people Mm. we are you know and i'm inviting ladies and gents listening that you go back and you take notes of everything Gail has shared thus far with us because what you need to understand is that in that place we came from especially from last year to where we are now there has been a standstill but within the standstill many of us have we were put at a place where we understood better how to love ourselves but how to love others around us because many have lost a lot of people and we understand that and what we want for you now that we are in this year the 2021 that awakening year we want you to tell yourself you got it you are great you are doing excellent you are back to your normal it's not the norms yet but for you being able to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel that's big, you know, and if we can think that way, and if we can see ourselves there as well, everything else is achievable and possible. So lady, I know that you also, you are a sushi lover. (laughs) I'm a sushi purist. (laughs) I too love sushi. What month were you born, by the way? I'm November. Uh, You're November. I am Aquarius. So um, February, I just had a celebration. And I could say that, you know, it has been wonderful that you and I, we connected. And for those of you who want to know, how did we connect? Let me tell you, Gail and I, we connected on Clubhouse. (laughs) And I'm loving it. (laughs) And from you, from being in the room that you have hosted and um, moderated so far, I have learned a lot from you. And one of the things that really drove me to connect with you is the energy that you brought with you. Gil, share a bit of that energy here. <laughs> well, you know, the energy comes and I get, I, funny enough, I actually get asked this question quite often. The energy comes from that authenticity and it mm-hmm. is genuinely about being in alignment with your message. Yes. You know, I. I literally walk my own talk. You know, I'm very much aligned to what I do. My message is very much aligned with who I am. And that allows me to speak with 
the credibility and the authority and of course the expertise from having many many years experience doing what I do and it's not that you can't teach that because you can't teach the energy but you can teach the message and that's why and that's why I call my program standing up in your own hallelujah because yeah. when people get that message that's the moment when they're like yes hallelujah because and and that came from I was brought up um I went to church a lot as a young child okay mm -hmm. and I hated it I absolutely it was just too long and too intense for me as a young child however there was one part of the service that always both frightened me and excited me at the same time mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I went to a Pentecostal church and there was always a time when somebody would catch the spirit as they could <laughs> I know that way yeah. too well <laughs> right exactly and they'd start you know jumping and mm -hmm, wailing mm -hmm. and speaking in tongues and you know I'd be like oh my gosh but then, <laughs> but then there would come a point when it would go really quiet, when it's almost like they just settled back into themselves. Yeah. And all you could hear then were the whispers of the congregation, hallelujah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hallelujah. But the look on that person's face, their entire features changed. There was so much joy and peace on their face mm -hmm. as they were, hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that always stayed with me it always stayed with me and a few years ago when i was naming my programs and you know I'm, there's a reason why i deal with you know trailblazers and square pegs as i call them because we like to do things differently mm -hmm, so when mm -hmm. i was naming my program and i was speaking to you know fellow marketeers and whatnot they were telling me some really standard stuff and i was like no so i thought gail follow your guts follow what does your gut tell you to do and i thought this just reminds me of the hallelujah moment i want people to create their own hallelujah and i said that is it they've got to stand up in their own hallelujah so when they stand up and they're bringing themselves to a stage or they're bringing themselves even to the written word they're doing it from that moment of hallelujah that moment of absolute peace joy and alignment they have settled, they mm -hmm. are home. Mm. And that authenticity, it is well deserved when we show it, the true self. And the, one of the things I do talk about and I teach a lot is that, you know, we have to own into our vulnerability and mm -hmm. being vulnerable is what exposed us to grow ourselves and grow the confidence that we never thought we had. You know, so when we are vulnerable and we show up the way we are, there's no longer a need to portray a facade that is not that, you know, that is not the right person. You just be you. And behind me, I have that um, gold um, flag that says, be you, not them. And I always go back to that. And I keep those words around the house just so I could go back and remind myself of these, you know, what I need to do for myself, where I need to be, just so I continue to build myself and inspire others to build themselves as well. So as I'm hearing you talking and you are helping others to stand up in their own hallelujah, and you brought back that memory 
memory to me too because <laughs> it is such you know a frightened moment yet you know an exciting moment when you hear that person shouting hallelujah at the end and you brought back memories to me because i remember i grew up in haiti right and in my church it was a pentecostal church as well and we always had that lady we never knew where she sat exactly in the church <laughs> but my brother and i my well my youngest brother was not really around at that time because he was um, not even yet born but my oldest brother and myself we always wondered where that lady sat in the church <laughs> Because in that calming place, you only hear her voice mm -hmm. saying hallelujah. Yeah. And you just brought that back to me as a memory. And it's actually giving me the chill talking about it. It's just make me realize that, yes, that's confidence. That's where we are. And for us who are building ourselves, whether in our entrepreneurial lives or in our personal lives, we need to shout our own hallelujah because mm -hmm. we know where we have where we came from in our journeys and where we want to go absolutely it's yeah. so mm. it's so important it's so important and you know and and one of the simplest ways to explain it is like this if I'm a coach, if I'm a business coach and I'm saying, I'm going to help you clear your limiting beliefs and I'm going to help you get to the next stage and I'm going to really make sure that you ramp up those profits and you're a business coach and you're saying, and you know, I'm, I'm a business coach and I'm going to help you clear your limiting beliefs and I'm going to really help you ramp up those profits. Then the question has to be, how do you make your choice? Because it mm -hmm. can't be on price. Mm -hmm. You never choose on price. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have to choose on value mm -hmm. okay and you've also got to choose on on resonance who resonates with you and this is why our voices are so important because you know sue is no better a business coach than joe mm -hmm. you know they're the same so how do you choose mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and our authentic voice which informs our messaging is what makes it easier for people to make a choice. But not only that, it makes it easier for you to make a choice because I actually teach coaches how to audition their clients. Okay. You don't have to take everybody because you are not for everybody. I love everybody that. is for you. So it's all about how do you authentic or how do you audition your clients with absolute authenticity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. And you know, thank you for saying that because there are many who are probably asking themselves, well, how do I know the right person to work with or the fit for me, for my company, for my business? Not realizing that, you know, hey, there's a, we make the choice to be where we are because we know that we're bringing the values to the right people and the right people like you said we have to be able to identify them being able to put the radar right up just so we can you know call into that person who's really the fit for us so hearing you sharing that i'm hoping someone is taking note of that and going to start working on that process
Gil. I know we are in different time zone. <laughs> How is it by you? Has the weather, has the, 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 how is it going well, by you? Well, it's dark at the moment because it's night time. Okay. So yeah, we're just coming up to, it's half past nine here in the okay. UK, but we have had some really beautiful weather um, over the past few days. It, it's turned a bit colder today again, but mm -hmm. uh, previous few days, it really was like spring and you notice the difference in people, even though we're all walking around with masks and you know, we're not even getting out that much anyway. But you still notice the difference. I tend to go for a walk quite early in the morning. Um, and I do that because number one, I just love being up when nobody else is. I really do. There's something quite thrilling about being outside knowing that everybody else is still in bed. Yeah. Um, but also, so because I get up so early to go out for a walk, there are a few familiar faces that I see. And now that the weather was changing, you know, people are starting to not just say hello, but, oh, and how are you? And, you know, what have you got planned for your day? Whereas when it gets a bit colder, literally everyone's in a hurry, head down, you know. So, yeah, it's nice here at the moment. Um, yeah, let's see. I just hope it doesn't go. I just hope we, we're done with the snow because I, I hate the snow. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can relate. <laughs> Um, Gail, we are in the month of March and I know that we are inspired to do many things, us, us women, and we are positioning ourselves in many ways on different platforms just so we can inspire one ear that can inspire another ear and it goes along that way. And um, I know that there are many things that you have worked on thus so far and you continue to work on. What are you currently working on? Do you have a summit or a conference, anything that you're working on that you would like the audience to know about so they can be prepared and, you know, to sign up or join you and come yeah. and listen to you? Gosh, there's, 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 there's quite a bit actually, because as you say, you know, March, it's International Women's Month. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very, very closely aligned to the UN Global Goals. I'm a big advocate for the UN Global Goals. And goal number five is all around gender equality and women um, and the empowerment of women and girls. So this month is mega busy for me. But at the end of this month, March the 30th, what I'm doing, I'm actually doing some research um, for primarily um, impact entrepreneurs who also want to align themselves to the UN Global Goals. So because of that, I'm doing a beta test of my masterclass. It's a five hour masterclass and it is in GMT time. So I do understand that in some time zones, it'll be like, what, that's so early. But it starts yeah. at 10 in the morning and finishes at three in the afternoon GMT time. Um, but during that masterclass, what we're going to be doing is actually working on this messaging using the standing up in your own hallelujah process that we've spoken about. Mm -hmm. But we're also going to be working on the impact. How are you creating impact within your business? How are you measuring that impact? And this is what I'm trialing. So because I'm trialing it, I'm doing it at a ridiculous price. It's on my link tree on my Insta Instagram bio. It's called standing up in your own hallelujah masterclass. Mm -hmm. And I would love anybody that wants to come on that, please do. There will be a recording. So 
even if the time zone doesn't quite work for you you can't attend live then that's fine as well but the value from that is absolutely exceptional because when i do launch it after the research is all done when i do launch it um as a fully grown product it's mm -hmm. going to be possibly three times the price that it is now because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah, and the other thing as well for anyone that can't make the summit is also on my instagram bio is um i've just written the foreword to a new book actually called our time to rise and yeah. our time to rise was a book that was written by um a guy called paul dunn who is um one of the founders of an organization called b1 g1 buy one give one mm -hmm. that's who i do all my giving impacts through so every time someone follows me or someone becomes a client of mine I donate to various um, causes through B1G1. Mm -hmm. And so Paul and his business partner, Steve Piper, have written this book called Our Time to Rise, which is all about reconnecting. It's mm -hmm. about impact. It's about being able to tell your story. And it's then about being able to elevate other people as well. Mm -hmm. And I had the honor of being able to write the foreword for that book um, because obviously it ties in very well with my um principles and values around the human to human economy and i'm actually giving away free copies of that book so you can download a free digital copy of that book again from my instagram bio all right so i'm hoping everybody is taking notes of that and hopping on your bio and instagram so they can get a copy of that and also find out more about the masterclass. well it's not a masterclass; it's a program right that it's you're having well, it's a, it, it, this one is going to be a five-hour masterclass. Okay. I'm going to um, turn it into a program afterwards, yeah. Okay, so the masterclass. So anybody interested, please make sure that you reach out to Gail. Either you message her or you go to her bio in the link and you find out more. I'm pretty sure, I'm very positive that she will reply and respond to you. So do not hesitate to know more. So Gail, you host Beautiful Rooms and clubhouse and it. how did you get started on clubhouse <laughs> you know the funniest thing clubhouse i've got to say it was purely because of fomo it was that fomo thing how i ended up on clubhouse <laughs> and it was quite simple a friend of mine one of my very good friends inga she put on her facebook um page one day that she um that she's reserved her username for clubhouse does anyone have an invite? And I didn't really take much, pay much attention until my other friend, who happens to also be my co-host of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club, right? Until my other friend responded and said, oh, I've reserved my username too. And yeah. suddenly I thought, hold on a minute, what are you two up to that I don't know about? <laughs> but the irony, the irony of that was, I was like, well, I don't know, what is this clubhouse? So they said, oh, just reserve your username. So I did exactly the same thing. I reserved my username and then I put something up on my Facebook saying, oh, you know, reserved my username if anybody knows or if anyone's got any invites. And literally someone contacted me, one of my um, colleagues contacted me and she said, in, in the States as well, she's in the States, I couldn't believe it. And she said to me, Gail, are you still looking for an invite for Clubhouse? Mm. I was like, so out of the three of us, I was the one that got in first. <laughs> <Right>. Wow. 
it is what? such a wonderful place to be. I love it's, it. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it's that place we connect, the place where we relate, the place where we support. And it to me, I kind of feel like it takes away the whole vibe that other social media has brought into the lives of many because um, I have been in some rooms where the supports, the support that we I was expecting, they were no longer there because people would just say things that are negative. But here, you actually allow people to have a voice, and that's absolutely about it. Absolutely, and the great thing about Clubhouse is, you know. I'm a little bit of a geek, to be fair. I'm a closet geek. So when I got in there, the first thing I did was I had a really good look around, mm-hmm. you know, think, well, how does this work? What do you do? Okay, right, I've got it. So straight away, I was able to test it out literally within a day or two. Or two you know, I was not shy about getting on a stage. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. great, let's go. Fair enough. Um, and then because of my thing is helping and supporting people, it was okay, well, I'm really enjoying this. Mm-hmm. How can I help other people to enjoy it? Because I'm very much aware that I'm an early adopter, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm a quick thinker. Mm-hmm. And I'm very aware that not everybody is like that, as I explained before, you know, when we were talking about the teens. So mm-hmm. I thought, right, so for those people, this is how I can help and support them. And that's why I run that room on a Saturday morning that's all about help. I'm in Clubhouse now, what? That's why I run my brand new room on a Thursday that says, look, if you feel like a square peg, come and let's have a chat. And that's why we do the networking hour on Wednesdays because it's all about helping and supporting people to have the great experience that we're having. And it really, the secret of Clubhouse is really exactly what we've been speaking about today. It's about having clear, authentic and compelling messaging because when you've got that, your currency on Clubhouse's impact. And when you've got that clear message, that's when you can make an impact. And that's when people remember you. That's when they connect with you. And Clubhouse is about accelerating and and deepening that connection as well. Mm -hmm. So I would say to anyone, if you're not already on there and you can be because you've got an iPhone and you're not on there, then please get on there. Absolutely use it. If you're using a marketing strategy, if you're on Clubhouse and you're using your marketing strategy that you use for Facebook or Instagram, change it. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's a different beast we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very different. Lovely. Lovely. Oh, I love it. Well, we are coming to the end of our talk. Where, if somebody wants to connect with you, where can they find you? <laughs> on Clubhouse. But, um, <laughs> Of course, <laughs> destination number one. <laughs> but failing that, you know, um, and it is because of Clubhouse, I tend to ha- hang out on Instagram much more now because, you know, the connection. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram um, handle is Gail Edwards, all one word, dot brand you. And from there in my bio, I've got my link tree link. And that's where you can literally download anything you can connect with me you can apply to be on the sushi club um you know there there is a lot of information on those links wonderful now what are two tips you want to leave our audience so they can start getting on their feet 
and actually stand up to be on their own hallelujah to start wow just two okay (laughs) i'm going i i am going to give you two tips and both of them are going to be around the hallelujah process so when i talk to people about standing up in their own hallelujah i take them through a five point process it's a bit like a star okay Mm -hmm. and the first the first step is around their identity who are you really what is it you really want to do who do you want to do it for what is the stuff that makes your heart sing and it doesn't have to be related to your business either Mm -hmm. it's just about recognizing all of that and when you come from a place of authenticity you can build in every single one of those um, attributes into your brand so that would be tip number one tip number two which also ties into um point number two in the process is impact which we've already spoken about how do you want to serve your audience what is the impact you want to have but the other question a lot of people talk about legacy oh i want to create a legacy business i want to leave a legacy i'm going to ask you to turn that around slightly and ask the question what is the legacy of your impact so Mm. if you're having this amazing impact what is the legacy of that what doesn't happen if you don't show up as who you truly are Thank you. <laughs> that was an ovation. You know, I'm patting on my shoulders for you. Thank you so much, Gil. I really enjoyed this evening um, conversation that we had. And I'm actually looking forward to having conversation with you tomorrow in the club. <laughs> but for those of you who are not yet in the club and you do have an Apple device, whether a tablet or a phone, I would definitely, and Gil is also supporting on that, that you try to get your invite to Clubhouse just so you could be part of those who are building to to, to inspire and aspire others around them. And this is the season, this is the time. So don't stay stagnant, get up and, you know, be on your stand in your own, hallelujah, actually. Stand up and start going and being in your own hallelujah because you won't regret it so again gil i want to really say thank you for giving us this opportunity for us to hear your wonderful and beautiful voice and learn from you and know that it anything is possible as long as we make the choice and we get up so on that i want to say kudos to you And I'm wishing you the best on everything that you are planning to do, that you continue to prosper and continue to shower your energies on people. (laughs) I love you, girl. So I will speak to you very soon. So on this, that was Unleashed Unapologetically with Gail Edwards. Good night, good afternoon, good day, wherever you are. Thank you, everyone.